This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Let's go! And you're listening to That's the Ticket. Now, it's not every week I willingly welcome a disaster into the studio, but uh, today is definitely the exception. I'm very pleased to welcome Nick Borcher and Stephanie Balsam from the ever-interesting new play on the block, Highway Disasters. Kia ora, disasters. Kia ora, Hannah. Oh. Hi, Hannah. Uh, are you guys... I, I don't... You know, I know you guys outside of, you know, this episode, and I wouldn't really refer to either of you as disasters. Oh, come on. <laughs> We've seen some moments. I mean, maybe, <laughs> Thank Steph, you. Nick, <laughs> I don't know if you're in disaster territory, mate. Uh, yeah, yeah, just, well, you know, step, step into my house. <laughs> fair, fair, okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like you're a good person to talk to on the outset because High Wear Disasters is written by you, mm-hmm. directed by you, low-key based a bit on you? Yeah, low-key based a bit on my experience, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, like, w- I'm going to start with the basics. So, like, when is it? Where is it? What is it? I'm not going to ask why is it, but if you feel like... Maybe I'll ask how was it? Mm. How was the play? Mm. Nice. <laughs> But, um, Nick, tell us about your play, mate. Um, in, the, in, in that specific order, when is it, where is it? Oh, no, I was just being silly. Whatever <laughs> order, like, brings your heart joy. <laughs> okay, so... Um, Highway Disasters is a play that is on from the 10th to the 12th of November. It is on at the Meteor. It's... Uh, start, uh, the... It starts at 7pm at the Meteor on all those days. Um, tickets are $15 for adults and $10 concession. And they're available right now. Just got to chuck that in there. Absolutely. Very important info. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then um, tell me about a bit about the play, like kind of summary vibes, but not too spoilery. Mm-hmm. Either of you, all of you, mainly not me because I know nothing about it. <laughs> I guess so... The play is, it's, I wrote it as a slice of life, but it's sort of like a hyper-realization of various relationships in various parts of my life. And instead of, basically, instead of writing the outcome of what actually happened, I wrote what I would like to have, what I would have liked to happen instead. Okay. Okay. See, I feel like this is a nice little Easter egg because now I'm going to see the play, see what you would have liked to happen in these situations from, you know, situations based on what's happened in your life. And then after the play, I'm going to be like, Nick, what actually did happen? Mm. You're going to have to do a sequel. Yeah. (laughs) But then there's another layer to it because Danny Bailey, the other actor and myself, Mm. who know Nick pretty well, I would say, have come into him and been like, this story's really beautiful, but... How do we step away or how do we make sure we're not absolutely replicating this one idea so it's almost like breaking down the levels and layers of the story? 
I, I like that. I'll allow that. Um, and I assume you don't need to... Uh, a prerequisite for seeing the show, you don't need to know Nicholas? Nope, no. No? Not at all. Okay. We're just getting all the Easter eggs here. So everyone, <laughs> by the end of today's episode, I think we're all going to feel like we know Nick. Um, I say that as someone who knows Nick. <laughs> what is up? Uh, mm. No, okay. So how long have you been working on this play, Nick? Like, how long did it take you to write it? It took me a year and a half to write, mm. and then at the end of last year? Yeah, 2021. Was when I asked, um, I think it was the end of last year, that, we, um, that Steph and Danny read it. Yeah, we kind of and just, you gave us the script. We were like, yeah, sure, should we just... Give it a go, and we all got a bit excited about it. Yeah. And, and now you're here. Yeah. yeah, and the thing, because, and I was, you know, looking to, I, I, you know, I believed in it enough to be like, like, I would really love to see this on stage. But then I heard Danny and Steph read it, and I was like, okay, I think we, yep, no, we have, we definitely have something here, these those those two have incredible chemistry. Gee, they understand the story. They're really enthusiastic. Let's let's do this. Mm. I mean, I can vouch for you and Danny having incredible chemistry in the sense that you guys are very good mates, right? You've been <laughs> friends for quite a long time, and I'm imagining, and based on what Nick's just said, is that that's carried over in like a very like lovely way. Yeah, lovely for the most part. <laughs> No, I think you're in right. In the appropriate like, way? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think um, you're absolutely right. I feel like Danny and I are close enough that there's a comfort there um, to kind of explore it as far as it can. Mm. Um, where also, like, tensions rise as well as those, like, really sweet moments that we can have. It almost, yeah, it does, like, fall in quite nicely. Feels like it's a bit of a, you know, you got your golden trio situation happening here. Well, <laughs> you you and Danny and then Nick, I guess, <laughs> essentially. And, Nick, I, like, I feel like it's my job as the host of That's the Ticket to kind of get a bit pry and ask some prying questions. Mm -hmm. But in terms of just circling back to kind of the origin of this play and how it's inspired by your life, mm -hmm. how do I ask... Um, in a way, in a not super leading way. But maybe I'm just going to ask, how is it inspired by your life, Nick? How is it inspired by my life? So, um, it's based on several relationships that I have had and throughout my life with several different young women. And um, basically, the way that we, you know, the way that we communicated and and the way that uh, we were, you know, our relationships mm. were built. And, um, and sometimes I've gone, and sometimes I've taken the scenario, the scenario, and sometimes I've taken the scenario of what actually happened. And yeah. sometimes I've gone on, on my, uh, you know, why don't I explore or what I, you know, a different outcome from what would have actually happened, uh, mm. from what would have actually happened. Mm. And I feel like you live life in a slightly different lens mm -hmm, to the yeah. average person. And this is what I mean by not asking a super um, prying question, but is that something you feel t comfortable talking about on That's the Ticket? Sure, yeah. 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 So, uh, I mean, I, you know, 
For those of you who know Nick right now, you're probably aware that I'm alluding to how Nick is, you're part of the neurodivergent community, correct? Indeed, yes, that's true. And um, is it a magical time? I feel like you make it a magical time. I make it as magical as it could possibly, as I feel it can be, yeah, yeah. I um... And so I feel like, you know, the, the experiences that you are documenting in this play probably have that lens on it. Yes, yes, indeed, yes. And... I, I mean, I don't know if you've been asked this question before, but how often do you see yourself or people from the neurodivergent community represented in theatre? Like, as, as I'm just trying to ascertain whether or not I'm going to make the call that this is, like, the first of its kind. Um, it's certainly... I don't see a lot of... In terms of... Uh, my specific neurodivergence, there's certainly not a lot of that that I see on stage. So it's mm. nice to be able to explore that and, um, you know, show that to the public in, a, you know, in an entertaining and informative and uh, hopefully creative way that they, yeah. you know, experience. I mean, I feel like it is going to be educational. Because, mm. mm -hmm. I mean, you know, as I've already been saying throughout today's episode, like, I have had the privilege of getting to know you over the last few years doing shows. And I've you know, meeting you, it's it's kind of opened my mind to a whole another community that I was not aware of. Mm. And I, I feel like it's really important that these kind of conversations are had and that uh, this sort of stuff is talked about and displayed in theatre. Because I feel like half the time you watch a show and it's a very kind of like air quotes, fake, unrealistic setting. It's like a movie, everyone's magically where they need to be and everything magically goes how it needs to go. Mm. Whereas we can all relate that life, real life, is not like that, eh? Mm. And I think that's one of the, like, greatest things about this sort of relationship as well is that we see so many stories that, you know, based on a relationship, they all have their own issues. But this is issues of, like, real unconventional mm. nature to it that, yeah, isn't really explored at all. And what I do appreciate um, is neither ne none of these issues are, like, directly pointed out at any point. So you can almost make of it what you need. Which, you know, is just another um, inter really interesting layer to the piece. Mm. See, if I wasn't already kind of committed to attending the play, I feel like I've talked myself <laughs> into it over the last <laughs> 10 minutes, would we say? <laughs> oh, yikes. But um, just to recap uh, some important things, um, High Wear Disasters, and I am going to ask you about that title um, after the song break, but High Wear Disasters is running at the Meteor 10th to 12th of November with 7pm performances as uh, Nicholas said at the top of the show. Tickets are available, available now at themeteor.co.nz at $10 concession and 15 adult. And um, I say this every week but uh, book in advance fam it's um, something I'm very passionate about and uh, you know, if not for me do it for the good of art in our community. <laughs> But um, I'm going to break for a song and I wanted to make sure I got this one in because uh, Nick was kind enough to provide me with a song title. And um, I'm going to ask you about why you picked this song, Nick. It's um, I Want You To Want Me, specifically the um, version by Letters To Cleo from, um, what's the film? 
10 things I had about yeah. you. Okay. <laughs> Steph is like laughing and Nick is smiling. So um, if anyone wants to kind of give some context <laughs> on why the song was chosen, that would be great. <laughs> would you like to go first? <laughs> um, we, the, basically the, this um, song happens at a point in the play where um, the the two characters are in, uh, I would say, somewhat awkward spaces away from each other, and I thought, in order to sort of like break the tension of that moment, doing something incongruous in that okay. moment would be would would be a you know, a, a sort of like a... Good thing to do. Good thing to do, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I must say, Nick is the man at putting in some, like, nostalgic 90s coming-of-age references all the time, so it's perfect. I mean, I feel like this is only a hop, skip, and a jump away from becoming a TikTok. If it's not already, maybe you guys will help, like, the birth of a TikTok to this track in Hamilton. Fingers crossed. Yeah, let's go viral. But, um, hey, I'm a fan of the song, and I'm a fan of the film. Yeah. So, you know, what can go wrong? But uh, here's I Want You to Want Me.
was uh, I Want You to Want Me uh, by Letters to Cleo. And um, in case you didn't tell by me stuffing up that uh, kind of segue into the song, uh, today we're talking about disasters, uh, specifically the upcoming uh, play by Nick Borcher, High Wear Disasters. And um, I'm lucky enough to actually be chatting to uh, Nick and Stephanie, one of the actors in the play, right now. Um, so we've kind of talked a bit about the show, what it's about, in a very non-spoilery way, which I appreciate. So Mahipa team. Um, you know, I'm always kind of in awe of how when I have people from upcoming events, their ability to convey everything by saying nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's, it's a line between, like, spoilers, especially when you guys are so in the um, kind of project. It, it, it's, it's easy for you to, guys to not realise that everyone's on the same page as you. But um, I wanted to ask you a bit more about other people involved in the show. And this can be other people on stage or other people who are in the creative team or who have just mm. kind of helped this project happen. Mm. I'm doing a lot of mime. Do mm. you want to start, my love? Well, it's funny that you should say other people involved because as I feel as the creator of the show that it really should be... that the. the, the poster really should say written by Nicholas Boucher and directed by a considerable portion of the Hamilton Theatre community. <laughs> <laughs> Just instant flex and I'm, I'm, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. No, we've got some really wonderful people from lots of, yeah, lots of different aspects of the Hamilton Theatre community. So I've got um, Connor Maxwell, who I'm sure your listeners are familiar with. Yes, he's come on the show many, many <laughs> times, sadly. Um, no. <laughs> Connor. <laughs> so, so he's um, my stage manager, but he's also helping me quite a lot. He's sort of my assistant director as well. In oh, terms lovely. Of, in terms of, um, yeah, he helps a lot with the physicalization and a lot with, you know, this, you know, my um, awareness of space and time is somewhat limited sometimes. So it's nice to have him there to be able to sort of like, you know, uh, for me to be able to explain what I want to him and for him to be able to like, Translate. Translate it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and who else have we got? Um, Alec Forbes is helping me with oh, set yes. and lighting. Nice. Love a bit of Mr. Forbes. Yep. Um, yes, he's been in and out. Indeed. Had a couple looks. That's good. Definitely. Um, who else? We've had... Um, We've had um, Kate Mark- uh, Martin Booker. Oh, I almost yes. got both yep. last names incorrect. Yep. Um, something that's been really important, uh, especially to, I mean, to all of us actually, yep. is the intimacy side of this and mm. getting it right, but not just on stage, but the process all the way from the beginning to make it like a really safe environment. So she's been in and out with lots of good. Corridor, and we've been able to ask questions, and everyone in the space has been really involved in that part. So that's been great, thanks to her. So this is like people think that plays; it's just the director and the actors, and that's it. And I'm like, team, there's so much more, mm-hmm. so many layers. Mm-hmm. Getting mm-hmm. back to the layers, <laughs> but I think that's also like a really great thing that like working with the writer and the director who. Um, wants it to be such a great experience for everyone it's there's like so much room for freedom and mm. as nick would say there's yeah. lots of room for play so mm. it's a great opportunity and obviously uh we've already mentioned danny mm-hmm. danny bailey mm-hmm. 
And so, I mean, this is probably, well, there's no such thing as a dumb question, but are you guys basically, if it's just you guys, you guys are just doing the mahi on the whole time? Yeah. 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 Thanks for that reminder, Hannah. <laughs> Steph has just had a terrible realisation. Um, okay. No no pressure. Actually, I should have asked this um, earlier on, but how long does the show run for? Like, are we talking one actor or intermission situation? We're going to do an intermission, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We're looking at an hour, hour 20 yeah, tops. Hour 20 tops, yeah. All right. Nice. Yeah. I hope I'm you not can man. listen to my voice for that long. Like, <laughs> I mean, today's good practice for yeah. everyone. Yeah. Thank you, you, know. thank you. Thank you, patience, everyone. <laughs> and um, actually, on the topic of, you know, things about the show from a more technical perspective, um, is there an age rating on it? Um, I would rate it... M because okay. there's some mature themes in it. Yeah. And there's, you know, uh, references to... Oh, no, there's, yeah, there's uh, references, you know, inti- there's intimacy portrayed on stage. Yeah. And there's... Drugs, alcohol, a little bit al- of swears. Al- alcohol and swearing and, yeah. That yeah. Just, yeah. Okay. So it's, yeah, it's, about, it's, a st- it's a story about young people doing young people things. Yeah, okay. nothing ever gets taken too far. Mm. No. But there's definitely those themes among it, yeah. Okay, yeah. so either at, uh, if you're a parent of a youth, your discretion, mm. you've been mm. warned. Yeah. <laughs> Air quotes, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> okay, and um, is there anyone else you want to plug who's been um, helping out with the show? Or, I mean, I'm just trying to think, who else would you have? You've got your stage manager, you've got your Connor, which is now a technical role because he seems to be doing a, mon- a bunch of things, mm-hmm. so we're just going to put it as a Connor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Break it down. Alec Forbes, so is Alec operating lights as well? Um, so the Alec is um, putting them... Well, Alec is queuing all the lights. Our mm-hmm. lighting operator is James Smith. Oh, classic. Love a bit of James. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Big uh, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big fan mm-hmm. of James's work. Actually, James, little James Segway, has a season of their show, Wish I Was There, coming up in bats. Yes. That'll be before you guys are on, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. He's yeah. Little, yeah, he said, I spoke to him and he was like, like, well, it'll be like the day after I get back from Wellington, but okay. That sounds very <laughs> classic, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We've also had M. Hart Williams help oh, us yes. out with some of the, like, promo stuff. Definitely. She's yeah. been really fun to just have and rehearse in the space as well. Absolutely. So I, d- I do want to commend, and it's, you'd be surprised by how often I talk about people's graphic design on That's the Ticket, a purely um, kind of audible medium of communication but i make it work um mm-hmm. but i uh shared one of your guys promo images uh with the promo post for today's episode so if you want to have a gaze go give the that's the ticket with hannah mooney mm. facebook page a cheeky mm. like mm. but it's lovely yeah yeah so did you guys kind of brief M with that like did you guys have the idea or did M just come and like watch the show read the show and that's what Spraying to yeah. their mind. The second one. The second for one. Sure. Yeah, okay. I just yeah. yeah, I you know I may may have given her some like words to like describe <laughs> yeah, yeah. what I to, to describe certain aspects of the show, and then she just like took took what I had said and ran with it and, and just made something. I mean, if it was a race in terms of running with it, she's got gold. I just Definitely. it's really nice. I I don't know. I just look at it and it's just very like. 
pleasant oh, to yeah. look at. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think if you could, like, put most of, like, this process or the show itself, it's like, yeah, it's very pleasant. Okay, it's that's what nice. we like. Mac, mm-hmm. take that on board. Steph thinks it's pleasant. <laughs> I think that's it's good. In a good way. In that's all good ways possible. Yeah. I mean, you're not at Tech Week yet. There's still time for that to change. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm yeah, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, before mm. we, you know... Seeing as we're not quite at Tech Week yet, though, um, mm-hmm. like, how's it all been going? Rehearsals and stuff. How long have you guys been rehearsing, actually? Not very long. No. <laughs> um, it mm. would been. It's been. It would have been about two months, just yeah, over two months, was, once yeah. we open. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Pretty quick turnaround. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're working with only when it's just the three of us, mm. it's mm. not like you're needing to manage too many people in the space which has been very different for me uh yeah (laughs) yeah and in terms of how it's going these like it's funny because like i was saying before like i wrote the play and then but um john green has a quote it's um which is books belong to their readers so i feel like i wrote the play and then i gave it to danny and steph to interpret and they taken it and they've sort of elevated the material and you know put aspects of their own personality and aspects of their own experience and mm. just you know made it their own which is really lovely which is exactly what i wanted as a, a part of as you know being part of a collaborative process i mean that is very lovely what you just said i'm just like oh nick <laughs> and so i'm thinking that now i'm thinking me as an audience member it's also going to become mine because I'm going to see this. I'm not yeah. quite going to read it, but I'm going to see it. And then it's, you know, I'm going to take parts of it and take it with me. And I just think that's lovely. Mm. I want to take that sentiment, well, that quote that you just shared from John Green and apply it to everyday life because it's bloody brilliant, mate. <laughs> you should put that in your play um, and pretend that you came up with it. No, <laughs> let's not plagiarise. It's not cool. <laughs> so but I, I started with saying what you said was nice and then ruined it for everyone. You're welcome. <laughs> um, but I'm going to break for another song because I'm quite proud of this because I, I try to go on theme. And this one is pretty blatantly on theme. It's a song called Disaster um, by Conan Gray. Has anyone actually heard oh, the song? Like- <laughs> is it up your street or do you hate it? Conan Gray is up there for sure. Okay, because imagine if Steph just said, oh, I actually really dislike the song. And I'd just be like, okay, well, I'm going to play it anyway. Um, so here's Disaster, guys. <laughs> I just left the party at Blake's and it's Halloween. Had the keys to my car in my hand, but I didn't leave. There's a potential of us who was keeping
Disaster by Conan Gray, a fitting track uh, picked by me because I'm talking to Steph and Nick from Highwear Disasters, which is opening at the Meteor uh, on the 10th of November. Um, fitting, and uh, that's the last I'll say about how proud I am of staying on theme in a very easy way. Yeah. Uh, May I just say you're doing really well at pronouncing the title as well because it's really easy for people to hear Highway Disasters. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, round of applause to you. Very clear. Just <laughs> there, Nick. You got your ASMR. You got me clapping. <laughs> Nick made a joke, um, you know, before we went on air today when I was setting up the mic, and he's like, nice and close for ASMR. And I'm like, absolutely not. Please <laughs> <laughs> don't do that again. Let's stop. Um, if you don't know what ASMR is, um, Google it, YouTube it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> that's it. But actually, on Highwear Disasters, I do want to ask, like, why this title, Nick? You probably know the answer, because you wrote it. Um, why? Uh, but it came from... It was Basically, it came from writing the play um, and the two characters having a conversation about being disasters. Okay. And uh, essentially me needing a title. So. And, and it stuck? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's very meta. It is fitting. It yeah. is very yeah. fitting. Yeah. <laughs> no, you'd be surprised how many people I have on the show where I'm like, why this name? And they're like, oh, we kind of called it this as a joke or it was a filler and then we just kept it. <laughs> yeah. So mm. at least yours, like, there's a, there's a clear path of how it got there, yeah. you know, and I can respect that. Mm. And um, just being a bit cheeky and stepping away from highway disasters, I want to take a minute to just not shame, shamelessly brag, actually. Yeah, I'm shameless about it. <laughs> it's not even my brag, but this isn't your first rodeo, um putting on a work that you've written, Nick, at the Meteor. You, you've, you've done something once or twice before, right? No, I, uh, the, I wrote and directed a play in 2012. Yeah. So it's been... Ten years? Uh, yes. <laughs> it's been ten Still years. counts, mate. Still counts. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know, I, I did not see that show, but it, it gets referenced to... It got referenced to me a lot over my time when I was working at the Meteor. And good things take time, mate. So, you know, don't be sitting there feeling fucking mad about doing your second thing. We're all <laughs> behind it. You, you've got your theatre whānau backing you up for sure. Definitely. And, you know, does that mean you're going to wait another 10 years for the next one? Um, I don't think so. 
Have I'm you not... already got another one in the works? I, um, I'm writing something. I'm working on a few ideas, but at the moment they're just, you know, they're just ideas. Okay. So, yeah. I feel like I can always tell. I'm just looking at Nick and he's got that look. And this happens so often on That's the Ticket, especially when I talk to people who uh, have written something and it's about to happen and they're like, oh, I've actually, like, I've got a few ideas. I've started something else. I'm like, classic. You're all the mm. same. No, not yeah. at all. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm kidding. And Steph, I want to take a moment to um, not out you, but, like... <laughs> Go you, on. Well... I feel like a lot of people will recognise you from the musical theatre world. Yeah. And so are maybe. we taking a bit of a, a step to the left? Uh, I jumped to the right. I stuffed up that Rocky Horror Oh, my Horror God, reference. put your hands on your hips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry. Um, yeah, this is way out of my depth, to be honest. Well, yeah. But, like, we've got a soft landing somewhere, landing I mean, pad. you seem like you're still afloat, so, yeah. you, you know... Yeah, you've, you've got a lovely lifeguard like Nick, so I feel like you're gonna be right. Yeah, mm. uh, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, this is the first time I'm actually reading a script, like oh, like out, like on, yeah, yeah, like truly. So, yeah, because usually you're the other side of it. Absolutely, or even on stage. I think the only time I've like picked up a script was for singing, which I only mm. started doing a couple years ago. And so this is the first time where I'm like, wow, lines. You're like, wow, reading. No. Yeah, no, seriously. I was thinking about this the other day where I was like, give me 20 dance numbers in a two-hour slot and I'm good, but, like, this is big for me. So. Maybe you just need to choreograph the lines and that'll help you memorise Okay, them. no, we did have one thought of having a choreographed dance piece in there and I said absolutely not like <laughs> we're gonna go all the way one way or not you know? okay all right <laughs> I wouldn't have I thought you would have been all in considering dance is your kind of comfort zone no I feel like you know they just saw me and they were like we'll give you this you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> no I'm, I'm looking forward to it yeah because yeah. I feel like uh, probably a lot of people like me when they when they saw the poster or they saw the cast announcement they're like oh Steph Mm. Cool. Mm. You know? Mm. We'll go see how she goes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's go watch her fail. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> Literally, uh, the, she, just sweating over here. She's yeah. One, she's, one, she's one of the most, you know, truly, Steph's a discovery. Like, just putting that out to the Hamilton Theatre community. No, and anyone else who's listening. She's genuinely one of the kindest, most genuine, most giving... Uh, performers I've ever had the privilege to work with and I'm really looking forward to all of you getting to see what she does on stage. How am I meant to follow that, Nick? I know, I'm like, man, we're going to get the shakes over here. Now my chat is going to seem irrelevant because that was very wholesome and obviously from the heart. Yeah, thank you, Nick. Thank um, you. No, but, you, you know, we're all looking forward to seeing the show. I feel like it's going to be quite surreal for you, Nick, sitting in the audience and watching something that you've written and directed finally kind of hit the stage. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. Um, especially, yeah, it's always a bit strange sitting in the audience, be look, looking at aspects of your life and being like, I remember that, like, yeah. in a different way, obviously, because it's obviously... He, because it's removed from me now, mm. but there's an element when you're sitting, sitting there watching, watching what you created, going, going, oh, you know, sort of, uh, sort of, 
I made that. Yeah. But also it happened to me, but also, you know. Mm. A lot mm. to unpack there. Yeah. Um, so that's, you get to do that. Yeah, You're yeah, probably well. the only person who's going to have that level of unpack. Yeah, So I yeah, guess congrats. No. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, yep, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, best of luck to both of you, I think. No. <laughs> Thank you, Hannah. <laughs> but um, I'm going to be a bit cheeky. Nick, I've already touched on this being like, you working on something else. Nick's got ideas. That's the most I can get out of him today. I'm sure once they kind of actuate, I'll have to have you back on and we can talk about it more. Absolutely. But um, anything else in the works? Are, are, either, are either of you in anything after no. this or are you guys just solely focused on this project at the moment? Yeah, I think I... Uh, for me right now it was like let's do a real good job of this mm. and see what mm. happens and always excited to see what the new year brings for sure and yeah it's a whole nother round of auditions right yeah exactly <laughs> and project announcements <laughs> love it, love mm. it. but like kitty kitty Roy has heaps going on at the moment so it's almost like i don't want to do much but i do want to see a lot of things <laughs> yeah yeah that's exactly right Definitely, you, you yeah. kind of feel like you have to pick one sometimes <laughs> i say that like i ever act ever never but like I'm I'm always just talking to people about their shows, then going and seeing the shows and being like, oh, this was good. Mm, funny that. No. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's sometimes it's especially on the musical theatre scene. You fe- if you're in a show, you you're like in it, and often there's sometimes overlap where you can't get to see stuff. Mm. But mm. I mean, it's it's kind of probably. So it sounds like by the level of commitment that you also put on put in plays, even though you guys are putting this together in a shorter time frame it's still all in right oh yeah. yeah you can't you can't not be all in is my <laughs> belief like you're yeah. either there you're putting the time in and mm. the dedication yeah you know or i don't know what else you're doing yeah. <laughs> you're just there for the you're just me you're just talking to people about it you're on the fringes then taking the success when the show is ahead. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah. well. That's my action plan. Um, you know so, what? You've been succeeding, Hannah. Continue. Yeah, you know? <laughs> well done, me. Um, oh. oh yikes! But um, I really appreciate you guys coming on and having a yarn. It's uh, you know, it seems like the theme of today's episode has just been lovely. Actually, oh, you've been oh. lovely, Hannah. Yes, you've been lovely, Hannah. I mean, I try, but you know, it's. It's it's I get the easy part, you know, because Nick mm-hmm. hit me up and he's like, "Hey, would would it be okay to come talk about my show on That's the Ticket?" And I'm mm-hmm. like, um, "Yes, please continue doing my job for me <laughs> by supplying me with content, supplying me with songs, supplying me with the guests. It's it's been easy breezy. Just keep playing, um, keep playing Conan Gray. You'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I haven't got any Conan lined up, but um, to play you guys out, I, I've got the next best, best thing, which is um, Rick's pick. Now, if you listen to that, the ticket, you'll know what this is. But if you don't, um, I'm going to explain it. So I have an Uncle Rick. He is a great listener of radio, great listener of music. And when he found out that I was starting uh, That's the Ticket here on Free FM, he's like, cool. I'm going to hook you up with a list, and every week you can play Rick's pick. And every week I have, because it's a it's a hearty list. Yeah. Like, I'm on the second mm-hmm. list. And, um, yeah, I, I play the songs every week. It's good because I get to um, listen to music that I probably never would have listened before and always kind of try to manage to find something that's on theme. Mm. And I don't know if this song is on theme. I just thought it was a vibe, so I'm like, close enough. <laughs> But uh, the song is called Voices in the Sky by the Moody Blues, and I just think it's a 
it's a big vibe so i'm gonna play you guys out with that but um as i said before thanks so much for joining me today it's been a bloody blast thank you for having us thank you for having This week's Rick's Pick, Voices in the Sky by the Moody Blues. Um, as I said ahead of that track, 
Um, bit of a vibe, uh, Greg. I'll allow it. It's a good track. And um, just want to again thank the lovely Stephanie Balsam and Nick Borcher for joining me on the show today. It was uh, great to get a kind of inside scoop on uh, their upcoming production of High Weird Disasters coming to a meteor theatre near you. And on that note, I just want to take another moment to shout out to the meteor team, Guy Deb. Benny and James, uh, who Steph and Nick tell me have been instrumental in helping get this show up and running. And they also wanted me to give a shout out to the uh, Creative Waikato and specifically the uh, Creative Community Scheme for helping fund this production. Now, seeing as we're getting to the end of this week's episode of That's the Ticket, I've got to do my classic upcoming events and as I often like to say this is by no means a definitive guide because if I was going to try and document everything happening in Kirikiriroa and beyond that'd be a whole episode in itself of me just reading lists which uh, isn't quite kotahi so I've got a bit of a condensed uh, version just um, some stuff that's happening about the place if you will in no particular order High Wear Disasters uh, is running at the Meteor 10th to 12th of November with 7pm shows. Tickets are available now at themeteor.co.nz. And on the topic of the Meteor, actually, Cinema Improviso presents Mortal Kombat Annihilation is on this Saturday, the 29th of October at 7pm. Tickets are also available for that right now at themeteor.co.nz. And... Don't worry if um, you want to reference all the events that I'm uh, plugging right now. I will be putting up a nice little list with links to tickets and stuff like that with the podcast of this episode. So if you haven't liked the That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney Facebook page yet, now's a really good time to do it. And then tonight, yes, tonight, the 25th of October, The Pillow Man um, by Martin McDonough. I had the... uh, joy, privilege, in fact, uh, to talk to Jason and Glenn from that show uh, for last week's episode. Uh, Pillow Man is opening tonight at Navara Lounge and it's running until the 27th of October. Shows are at 8pm and tickets are available through iTicket. I believe there are probably going to be some door sales too, but book in advance team, that's what we like. Uh, Please also do note though that with the pillow man the show is suitable for mature audiences and not recommended for anyone under the age of 16 got some um quite heavy themes and uh kind of stuff being displayed on stage there so you've been warned um and then next up at clarence street theater uh they're hosting share the stage on the 28th of october so the end of this week it's a donation entry event and the whole kind of co-papa behind share the stage is that it's a fundraiser for the Waikato Regional Theatre and it showcases um, performance from across Kirikiriroa um, on one stage. So everyone's kind of getting together, taking the stage and, you know, getting out there and doing what we all love doing the most in the creative community. And as I say, it's a donation event. So you pay what you want to pay to enter. So whether that's, you know, gold coin or 20 bucks, 50 bucks, it's entirely up to you. And um, a really cool idea and way to fundraise for the Waikato Regional Theatre. But uh, as I say, not a definitive list. So um, make sure if you're, you know, keen to see stuff and support local creatives that you keep an eye on your venue and a theatre company or 
whatever it is, is Facebook pages and websites and uh, support where you can as, you know, it, art is nothing without its audience. Um, don't quote me on that, though. But uh, I'm going to play myself out with some bangers. I've got uh, Pink Lemonade by YVA and Antihero by Taylor Swift uh, out just this weekend. So um, enjoy, guys, and I'll catch you next week. Matewa.
places they come with prices and vices I end up in crisis Back to 
Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.